to the Basic Income Podcast. I'm Owen Poindexter. And I'm Jim Pugh. And today we are joined by Dea Schlossberg and Conrad Shaw. They are co-directors and producers of the Bootstraps film. So over the last few years, we've seen a large uptick in both interest and execution on basic income pilots around the world. Usually when people pursue these efforts, they're looking to actually answer some research question. How does basic income actually affect people? And measuring it through some sort of statistical comparison seeing how, like, quantitatively you might be able to see some sort of increase in health, economic well-being, or so on. But there's another approach to pilots, and that would be to instead look for telling the stories of how people's lives might be changed with basic income. And that's what we're going to be talking about here today with Conrad and Dia. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Thank you. So why don't you just start by telling us, you know, what the film's about and your idea for it. Um, well, you said it pretty well. Uh, our film is about uh, actually telling the stories of uh, of Americans on on a basic income, seeing what they do with it. Uh, and our concept for it is, I said Americans because uh, our concept is to do sort of an American pitch. Uh, and while we believe that the pilots going on in Oakland and, and even Ontario and, and other places will bring out some really good... Uh, really good data, really good information, really good results. Um, we want to present the information and the concepts in a way that can relate to all of the American people. Uh, and so we'll be, we'll be our, our pilot that we're uh, putting together for this film in order to document it will uh, represent all walks of life in different regions in the country and try to take, uh, take everyone's perspective into account. So... Can you tell us a bit about what first got you interested in basic income? How did you hear about the idea and, and what made it resonate for you? Um, I first heard about it um, under the, the not actually as a basic income, but as a, a carbon dividend. Um, so that was my approach. Most of my previous work has been in climate and environmental issues and social justice issues. And so, um, yeah, I came to it from, from the carbon dividend side of things. And for me, uh, I read an article not even a year ago now, more recent for me. And um, it struck me as very elegant and, and, and ideal as a way to, maybe not ideal, but much better than what we're doing as a way to solve a lot of our issues. Uh, and so my assumption was it must be impossible. You must not have the money. And so I did some back-of-the-napkin sort of calculations to convince myself and then just gradually became more and more obsessed. And I think the moment where it, it really occurred to me that this is something really worth pursuing was in one of those Facebook arguments with, with you know, um, op- opposite side of the aisle, generally, person that you never agree with. And, and this was the first time we'd ever... And, and quickly so came to came to an agreement on an issue. I remember him just saying, yeah, I would be for cash payments directly to families, and as if that was no big deal that he was agreeing with something that I was talking about. Yeah, and that's one of the, the big appeals of the basic income as an issue is that it doesn't really have a side yet, and hopefully will stay that way, where it, it's something that everyone can talk about and make sense to everyone. It almost seems like people are a little uncomfortable by that. Like they don't have a dogma they can they can attach themselves to as far as what their stance should be on this issue. It's it's kind of something that everybody has to think about individually and come to 
conclusions about for themselves and can't just go by what doesn't, their doesn't fit standard. into those predefined buckets. Yeah, that's really exciting. <laughs> Hopefully, that's not just because it, there aren't that many talking points in mainstream media about it yet, and people are just when we approach them on the street, mostly they haven't heard about it, and so they're forced to go by what we describe and and judge their opinions on it. If if it was something happening in whatever their uh, news feed. Um, where they, were, they had some talking points to lean on, maybe things change, maybe it becomes more difficult to have an open conversation. But hopefully we can keep, a, keep an open, open dialogue going. Yeah, I mean, one great advantage to the basic income is that it's simple enough that you can describe it in, in two sentences and people understand and it's not, you know, you don't have to study healthcare policy for six months to even know what you're talking about. It, it's something where, you know, you, you give people money and, you know, maybe there's some logistics on the back end. But. Well, although the flip side of that is getting people to appreciate what impact that might right, have. Yeah. And that gets back to the whole reason that we actually need these stories to better see what sort of transformational effects something like this might have. Totally. I'm curious, the approach that you're pursuing now, was that the first one you came to on basic income? And if so, what, what made you lean into that angle? Uh, well, in making a film about um, a, a topic, um, I, I knew it was really important to follow individuals and dive into their stories on a deeper level. Um, and, and not just explain the concept and stay really heady. Um, the, I think there's a place for those films and for that more like informational primer kind of thing. Um, but what I felt like I could be most passionate about making a film about was these, these deeper people's stories. And um, we were finding in our research that uh, it was really hard to, to come across those. Like there are, there are numbers and good metrics coming out of um, of different studies, but um, we we haven't really found that many stories of people who have been through the pilots and, and just firsthand accounts. Um, and I think just as a human, that's that's most compelling to me. And that, I guess that was in terms of what we leaned into first. I mean, as we developed, that quickly became what we decided was the way we wanted to go and we haven't really looked back. And you mentioned earlier that you want to represent America, basically. You want to find different people from different walks of life. What does that mean to you? To me, it means all the regions. You know, you want want to get the Rust Belt in the south and the west coast, east coast, mountain range. We want different um, types of professions. So farmers, bankers, actors, all different types of people could have some different sort of interesting way way to use their... uh, their basic income, people in different situations, whether or not they're single or have family, or um, whether or not they're low income, medium income, high income. We want to sort of try to fit as many of those categories as possible um, with our with our cast. And the range of age, for sure. We definitely want to would want to have some kids involved and see how. I think we'll see some really interesting impacts um, with those. Uh, subjects, and then some older people as well, just kind of cover the gamut and, and gender and um, the political sides as well. Because it's a it's a universal concept. It is for everyone. So um, we want to cover every single sort of person, and that includes we didn't mention yet different uh, political views. We we'd love to find someone who thinks it's a terrible idea and then get him 
on the trial and say, okay, would you like some? Would you like a basic income? <laughs> on that note, as you have talked to people in space, what sort of reactions have you gotten to this idea? Are people generally positive? Do they have questions? Do some people have concerns either about the basic income in particular or about the approach you're taking? Um, it's been it's been pretty different. We, we live in New York, and it's the thinking on basic income, um, I don't think, is as developed as it is here on the West Coast. Um, so where we talk about it, uh, I think, changes the response we get quite a bit. But I think in general, people have this similar overall concerns about basic income and the implementation of it and the... the um, you know, the same questions about how um, and, and logistics more than um, philosophical questions. But as far as how we're approaching it, um, we've gotten pretty positive feedback. Um, people like to hear people stories. The one, the one philosophical thing that, so there's a, always the main, how do we pay for it? It seems like this can't be possible. Because, you know, uh, intuitively, if you have to walk over and, and past homeless people every day, or if you have to witness people suffering every day, you ha you just force yourself to assume that right. it's not possible because... Yeah, surely we'd be paying these people out of poverty if we yeah. could, right? Right. <laughs> Otherwise, we're monsters right. as a society, <laughs> right? Um, but then there's the the psychological thing is, uh, is the othering issue of people seeing other human beings as, as not human beings, but more as like statistics on an economy or uh, threats or competition and we often get that phrase well I don't want to pay money that I'm earning for someone else to just slack off and get by I don't want to pay for people to be lazy or if you give people money they're just going to go do drugs or they're you know they're not going to contribute um, and that's one of the main driving focuses of our film is to show what do people actually do you know so if, if all of our characters go off and become drug addicts, I guess we'll learn something. <laughs> um, but that's what we, we hope to show, especially by showing everyone, hopefully someone they can relate to within the film. It's like this other farmer, you know, helped uh, helped him subsidize buying some more equipment for his, his farm, or it helped this teacher justify keeping a job that didn't pay as much as she could get elsewhere, but something she really wanted to do, you know. And that's why I really like the idea of finding people who are not on board with the concept, but still on board with receiving a basic income mm -hmm. as part of the film, just because, you know, they're, you know, that's, that's a lot of people out there are going to hear this concept and say, that's crazy. But maybe they'll identify with the person who hears the concept and says it's crazy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah the real question we ask with this, and it's not the first, we're not the first people to ask this question is what would you do? What would you do with it? Not what would everyone else do. What would you do? Mm -hmm. And then when you see what you, you would do and what other people would do when presented that um, situation, you then it forces you to sort of extrapolate your own humanity onto others rather than um, distancing yourself from them as some sort of different sort of creature. So tell us a bit more about the specifics of what you're planning. How will you go about doing this pilot and recording what happens? So right now we are raising funds for the pilot project, which will cover, we're, we're shooting for 15 to 20 individuals um, to have a basic income, uh, which we're defining as 
pretty much the the national poverty line. So twelve thousand dollars a year, we'll give it we'll give it out like thousand dollars a month or three hundred some dollars a week um, for two years, so that people really have a chance to um, think about their their future somewhat and and, and be able to plan a little bit. Um, with this additional security. Uh, and then over the course of those two years, we will document their lives and you know check in with them several times throughout the year or during big events in their lives um, and see how it's going and see how it's how it's changing life for them. And logistically, we will we'll do it through a 501c3. We won't be handling the money. We don't want we want to be just the filmmakers hands off. And hope and ideally just set it up as direct deposits once a week. I think it's like two hundred and forty dollars um, to each person's account, so they just have it there, no hassle, and they can focus on what they want to do with their life, which is the benefit of a basic income. And for those who aren't familiar with the IRS tax code, that's a charity organization. Yes, five hundred one c three is a nonprofit <laughs> charity organization, and it will allow people that uh, contribute to write off their contributions as tax deductible. So I know the the film is still in its nascent stages, but has your thinking either about the basic income or about how to present it changed at all since you've had the original idea for the film? It's a, it's a constant evolution. Um, we were we were just talking with Jim yesterday and and uh, um, evolving our ideas on how to present it or who who is who is the best person to give a platform to speak yeah. about it. Um, in a positive light and, or in an honest light. And yeah, it's, it's constantly changing as the, the world of it changes. It's taking off now, and I think we'll have to be flexible and adaptive as the next two years progress. You know, the, it's, the landscape of basic income will be very different when we release in two years than it is now. Absolutely. And everybody we talk to, we, we, we also like to, I mean, we're still casting, essentially, looking for our, our characters. Um, and so we like to hear from people who they would want to see um, have a, receive a basic income to see what they would do with it. Um, so every conversation brings some new ideas. There are people to keep an eye out for. Yeah, and if we're focusing a lot of our interviews with experts and proponents on certain things, like say we're talking about types of automation and what that's going to mean um, in a certain way as if, we're, as we're, we're doing the interview as if it's for a public that is at its current level of understanding of this. If in two years we've had major advances and we've already lost half of our jobs and and we're getting ready to unplug from the Matrix or something, it might yeah. be a different movie that we have. To <laughs> <do>. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can just have the artificial intelligence update it. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Film bot. <laughs> so if people want to help out here, what can they do? Well, our, our website is bootstrapsfilm.com, and we have all sorts of information there about basic income, about our pilot project, and um, it will also be linking to our crowdfunding. So, yeah, you can go there. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter. It's at bootstrapsfilm. One thing that's a, that's a good insight tip is that, that during the crowdfunding phase, every multiple of $50,000 we raise, we'll hold a drawing from our mailing list and the winner will get uh, to choose someone for our cast. So basically they'll be winning a basic income for themselves if they want it or someone they know that needs it. It's just the, the person who takes it has to be American and willing to be filmed. Um, 
So hopefully that'll get people more excited to share and be involved. Um, so yeah, get on the mailing list. And, yeah. and, it, and <laughs> it's good incentive. We'll get a few more chances, you know, to win. Great. And how can people get in touch with you? Uh, so you can contact us through the website too, uh, bootstrapsfilm.com. There's a contact form, um, and we're pretty responsive. So yeah, it's been pretty wonderful to connect with all the people in in this um, network. Everybody, everybody has is has been incredibly um, positive and supportive, and so we welcome um, new conversations and yeah, get in touch. Well, thanks so much for joining us on the podcast. Thank you. It's been blessed. That was Dave Schlossberg and Conrad Shaw of the Bootstraps Film. You can check them out at bootstrapsfilm.com. Thanks so much for listening to the Basic Income Podcast. You can subscribe and listen at thebasicincomepodcast.com. And thanks so much to our producer, Eric Davidson, for everything he does for us for the podcast. See you next week. Mm-hmm.